Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Hey, my dad. And Chris Wern. What's up, everybody? We just watched the finale of the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies. We saw Nelson and Nani get an emotional send-off. The team split into pairs, and Casey and CT win it all. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers of the Season. But first, some final questions. What did we think of the whole format? We always grade it 1 through 10. Jameson, what do you think of this final? What do you grade it? Well, you know, going into tonight, I was a little nervous that it was going to be a one-day thing. You know, they've done that in the past, and I was like, they better make them fucking sleep. They better do something. Uh, and that's where I think my score is going to, you know, be a little shaky here. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, really fun. I, I loved how much, you know, they pushed. It was a lot of running. It was a lot of running and hiking, maybe a little too much for me. I like that, but, you know, I wouldn't mind a couple other throwing in some, you know, testicles like we talked about last week. Um, you know, some mix it up a little bit. It did feel very heavy in that realm. I also am going to knock it a little bit for not making them do anything when they slept. Nothing. Just a nice, easy sleep. Just fucking lay down and go, you know, shut your eyes. I get it. They're tired, but this is the finale, Teach. Come on, man. Make them stand on a fucking stump. Um, something. Uh, so I'm going to knock it for that. And so all in all, with all those, those elements, I'm going to give it um, an 8.0. I'm going to give it an 8.0. I think it was, it was great. I enjoyed it. Um, when I look back at all the finales, I don't think it was my most favorite of all time. I like the ending. I like that, but I also kind of didn't like that. It's like, Oh, just decide on an amount that you give. Um, which was, I was kind of, I mean, it was nice. It was a nice like Ruaha moment, but I want some drama, you know, I want CT to pull a bananas, but he's not, that's not who he is. So I'm going to give it an 8.0. I could talk about it forever. Chris, what'd you think? Well, I, uh, you know, I'm basically just going to say some of the same points that you said. I mean, the sleep was easy. Uh, there was no gross food. And there wasn't really anything that happened that, like, was something that, you know, I felt like I couldn't or wouldn't want to do, which is something we've seen in finals before. Um, as far as the format goes, you know, like, team going to uh, – Teams going to partners, and I think there was individuals in the beginning, right? Like, I'm fine with that. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but it just – I don't know. Maybe it's just the edit. It just didn't seem very difficult, and it did not seem very grueling. Um, and so I'm giving it a 3 out of 10. I feel like the Whoa! last – Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, the last couple finals that we've seen are way worse. Uh even just last season in Iceland, sleeping in the cave, the way they did that with the water dripping on their faces or whatever it is, and the other person has to stay awake. It was just, you know, and we gave that um, – there was the other one in the snow that we gave a hard time for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this seemed easier than that. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I feel like I have no choice but to give it a very low score. That's not saying it's not difficult. It's just – I don't know. It just didn't seem – as difficult as other finals we've seen in the past, uh, I thought it was quite easy for for them. So I'm saying three out of ten. Going the other other end. Brutal. Of the I like Danny. when we disagree; it makes it more interesting. 
And I agree with you guys. Like, did it seem like the hardest final that TJ's ever personally put together? No. <laughs> but as a viewing experience, I really loved it. I'm giving it a nine. Whoa. I, here's why. I, I thought it was the intrigue kept up with the switching between the teams, the pairs. I loved the elimination after the sleep. I, I missed the, you know, the making them stay up, but I, I thought it made up for it there. You had emotional goodbyes. You had TJ's speech to Nelson, which was oh, the best moment of the whole season. And then I really liked the moment where they gave the money at the end. It was, it was nice. Maybe it's because I'm in the holiday spirit or something. I do agree with you guys that it would have – I had the thought where it's like they should have made them write down the percentages before even getting to that step. So it's yeah. like you need to stick to whatever you put down. So if you're hoping it's, you know, 33, 33, 33 or whatever, like you're stuck with that amount that you hoped other people would give you. I think it would have made it a little more interesting, but I thought it was a great TV moment to split it up like that. It was really nice. And probably the closest finish we've ever yeah, had. Yeah, that's what I was just going to bring up. Like, that, I'm with you, Danny. I think there was elements of it. The, the challenging, right, Chris, the challenging part of it, it was not that. It was not like this grueling, like throwing up, like, you know, kind of, I mean, Devin was close. But, but, but the other layers made it good. Like, I, I think like, like Danny, you're saying, you know, the partner switches, the, the couple, Nani and Casey having to go against each other, uh, you know, while it was kind of lame, the actual elimination, like the, the heart and like every, the emotion that went into that was great. And then the, the, the finish, like a lot of times with these things, it's like, okay, we know who won the last, you know, seven minutes of the episode. I, I mean, it could have been anyone's game. I knew because of fucking Jameson's Juicy Deeds and that part really <laughs> grinds my gears. How long I, have you known? I've known for three episodes. Is that, um, enjo is that enjoyable? It's to know or to, or to still watch? <laughs> They're both. Uh, it, no, I don't like it. It's like, it's, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, you're, we're all fans of sports. You know, it's like if you knew the fucking ending to some of your favorite teams. Like, you don't want to know that. I mean, so I, I don't know. Jameson's Juicy Deeds is, is something that, you know, maybe we, we retire if we do this again next season. But uh, either way, um, I thought it was excellent. I mean, in a lot, of, in a lot of those ways, I missed some elements, but I don't know, Chris. Three, man, that is low, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I agree with you guys. It was enjoyable to watch. It's just, I don't, I don't know the whole Nani Casey thing. Yes, it was like kind of heartfelt or whatever, but it, Jesus Christ, that was like twenty five minutes <laughs> of TV. I will never get back. It was so drawn out. Like we all know. Okay, we get it. We get it. And, Everybody has to be like, oh, my God, this is the most heartbreaking thing to get rid of the person you love. It's like killing them or something. You know, it's just like, fuck off. Like, Jesus, just do it already. And then the fact that they went three rounds and they both looked like they weren't even fucking trying. Trying, yeah. Like, I don't know. That all just felt like a waste of time like that. It could have just been done in like five minutes. I would have been fine with that and still would have felt just as emotional because at some point it was just like, OK, I'm at the max of the emotion I'm going to feel with this let's move on. And that was like literally after five minutes of it. And then it went on for like another 20 minutes. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was enjoyable to watch. I think it was interesting with like, I don't know. I was laughing when the ball got away from Nelson 
and <laughs> that team and just started rolling off. And uh, one long square. You got any problems with that? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good, dude. Nelson yeah. was on fire tonight. Oh, man. He really killed it this season for entertainment factor, man. It was awesome. So this format did sort of – you were sort of at the whim of the game where you didn't have total control. So – who do you guys think got the worst break of the episode? And then we'll do the best. But there was a lot of just things left up to chance. Who do you feel like didn't work out that great and got the worst of it? Uh, well, uh, go ahead, Chris. I, I guess I guess I would say Nani. I don't know if this is totally answering the question, but I mean, obviously she got eliminated by her girlfriend. Um and the night before they thought maybe they'd still be in together to try to run the final together or whatever. Um, you know, and they let them like live that out. I, I almost wonder if they like changed what was happening just because of that situation. Um, but who knows? I mean, it's TJ's thing, but yeah, I would guess Nani. I mean, like, it's just kind of unfortunate for her, but, I also think she's like the least deserving to be there of that group. So, you know, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> All fair points. I, but I, I honestly, I would agree too. I think, I think Nani, you know, it just kind of, she just got the short, short straw, you know what I mean? To have to go against Casey, you knew that from the jump that Nani was not going to try. Like she was going to, you know, help let Casey win. She had a better chance. Like, it, I mean, it was obvious there, but, I mean, I will say during the – before that, like, it felt like she was keeping up and felt like she was, you know, pulling her weight um, for the most part. So who knows what could have happened, you know, in the end. But I think as far as, you know, how the, how the you know, dominoes fell, she kind of got screwed. I hey, kind of think um, it was Emmy just because you get paired with Devin, you're not going to win. Like, it yeah. was just a puzzle at that point. He had proved – the day before that he just wasn't cut out to win this thing. He's not in good enough shape. I, I don't think he had the, the mental fortitude to push himself through it. And anybody that was getting paired with him, it was like getting, uh, getting the old ball and chain attached to you. <laughs> if Devin would just fucking go to the gym and do some burpees, man, like he who knows? Dude, he could the memorization good. of the numbers was amazing. Yeah. Like, he could be good. He's he's a good puzzle player, I guess, whatever, you know, like he's got some uh political strategy now. I mean, like he could be like a CT light if he were to really hit the gym. CT light. You know <laughs> what I mean? So good. CT light. Cuz he does seem to be like a decently sized dude, but he just like he yeah. has no cardio whatsoever. <laughs> he was had some some muscle or whatever, like I don't know. He could be he could be decent he has to watch this and be like man he's probably sitting on the couch like having a fucking beard he's like man if i just went to the gym yeah. do it do it Devin. so who got the best break of the episode i uh, mean I, ct it's just like the whole fucking season i i i didn't realize until he said at the end he didn't go to one elimination right the whole fucking season then he goes you know throughout this and he gets carried up with casey who I know last season, you know, had the, the, the mishap, but I mean, she's fucking solid, boring as balls, but she's, you know, she's totally solid 
uh, as a competitor, the stamina, the, you know, you're talking about fortitude, man. She's ready to go. Uh, and, you know, after she had kind of got rid of the ball and Jane, she was able to really just focus and, and go and not think about anything else. So I feel like the way that the chips landed, I mean, again, CT just – everything was working in his favor. Yeah. For for CT to get Casey, I mean, like, yeah, just how that worked out. I mean, it's almost unfortunate, you could argue, because Casey was tired from doing an elimination. But, again, how grueling that actually was, I don't I don't know. Um, you know, I I think for Tori, that was almost unfortunate. I'm sure CT and Tori would have probably won it there together. But I think that yeah. just goes to show as long as CT was with someone decent, which is really all three of those, all the three of those women left, I think he could have won it with because Emmy was hauling ass up the hill, you know. Um, so, yeah, CT. CT's just, I don't know. He's been on the right side of everything. and. You know, sometimes I think it's luck, but at the same time, uh, other times I think he's creating that luck for himself. So he's ready for it. Yeah, I, I was going to say him. And then as we're, I was listening to you guys, I kind of think it's Casey just because she was on the losing team, gets to compete against her small girlfriend, beats her, and then just gets to pick the one yeah. of the best challengers in history. And it's pretty much a ticket to winning as long as you keep up and she did yeah. she's great and the rest is uh history totally yeah. hey, how about how about kyle if you would have told me that kyle was, would have been 10 seconds from winning this whole thing i would never have believed you at the beginning of the season like no he, way he impressed me in that final push when you could tell all of them were exhausted i mean to run up a mountain we keep saying it's easy but it's easy compared to other challenges right I mean, it looked really difficult, you know, so and he, <laughs> he was neck and neck. Totally. Man, if they just would have memorized that number, we'd be having a different conversation. It's crazy. So I got to do this to you guys again. So CT wins again. That brings him to 10 finals, five wins. Bananas is at nine finals, seven wins. Is it a debate yet or does he need two more? Oh, man, it's so crazy because it feels like bananas hasn't been on in so long. And so it's hard to, you know, you're talking about the it's the LeBron, you know, Jordan debate. Now, to me, Jordan will always be have my heart and soul will always be the goat. I'm not going to get into that fucking debate right now. Anyways, what I'm saying is CT just has this ability to he's so entertaining. He came from, he rose from the ashes, the fat ashes. And, you know, now he's like ripped and he's just, he's just found a way to, I mean, has, wait, let me ask you this. Has Bananas ever won back to back? Do we know that? So give me one second. I found this um, nerdy website that I should give a shout out to because <laughs> it's got, it's got just amazing uh, info here. Wiki. wiki. Yeah, it's, it's like the uh, it's like the basketball reference for the challenge. It's called thechallenge.fandom.com. It's amazing. So, um, Johnny Bananas has he won back to backs? Yes, he has done it. Damn. Twice, and then he did this that I I don't think will ever happen again. He made four straight finals and won three of them. Wow. 
all right, he's the GOAT wow. still. I mean, he just is. Like, it, you know, the numbers don't lie, and, you know, he's done what he's done. He just – I would love for him to come back, and I would love for him and CT to go at it, you know. I mean, they he still can. He's fucking – he's posting V-shaped picks all night, dude. Let's see that V on TV, dude. Where are you at? I was thinking at the end, like, this show's been on long enough that can we just get a champs-only season, make it $2 million to get everybody to come back? Fuck yeah. Make a I real paid for Paramount party. Plus for that. Yeah. That would be a, a true, like, a true All-Stars uh, season. Yeah, real All-Stars. Not like, hey, I made an ass of, out of myself 14 years ago. I'm coming yeah. back on. This is yeah, like... How many, how many seasons have there been? 37? Yeah, 37. Yeah, there's. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them, you know, wouldn't do it, but you you get 20 of them. That's great. Yeah, that's a great idea, Danny. MTV at MTV. What's up? Free ideas again. Finalists only, <laughs> or winners only, champs only. Wait, I don't even know. Yeah, champs only. Champs only. I don't know. I was gonna say to your question. I think there is, you know, Jameson. You feel very strongly that it is not a debate, but. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I would like to say it's a debate. I don't know. I think CT is incredible. I know Bananas, I don't, I don't think he wins the conversation, but I think he's close to having the debate. Uh, he should be in the conversation at this point. It's not all about, there are finals, right? But has he like, how many episodes CT set some record for episodes and daily wins and some shit like that. So like there are other stats that he is uh, posting I, up. I can give you all these fucking stats. Thanks to this website. Daily wins <laughs> CT 55 bananas 62 and then elimination record. CT is six and five in eliminations bananas 10 and 14. He's got a losing record. In eliminations. So that's and the we'll only thing CT has on him. But what, yeah, the head to head is CT is definitely beating bananas, no? Yeah, I mean, he did the backpack. So, yeah, just, just for the backpack alone, I mean, I was going to say, <laughs> the backpack should like take away one of bananas' wins, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think just the fact that he's won back to back twice, he's won two more champions, two, two more finals, right? He's at seven. He's at seven. He's been to nine final. I don't know. I mean, if CT if CT goes into the next season, let's say he's in the next season and he wins again, I think at that point it it has to be a discussion, right? I mean, oh, hundred percent, Like now you have three time back to back to back, which you said bananas did three in four seasons. Yeah. So. He like a back to back and then a space and then a, a win. He, he wins rivals, wins battle of the X's, makes the final in rivals two, and then wins free agents. I mean, that, that's a, an amazing stretch. That's awesome. Legends, just legends. Legends, I'm not, I'm, man. I'm not talking about the legends that just call themselves legends at the end of the season because they finished the final. We're talking about real bona fide legends, true legends. legends. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do one last killed it or send it home, Chris Warren. 
So, uh, you know, obviously CT and KC1, they decided at the end that they're going to give up 20% of their prize purse to split with everybody else. Giving up 20% of a million dollars, killed it or send it home. That's it. Jameson? You guys know how I'm going to answer this. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Nice Guy. I, I, gotta, I'm, I would do the same thing. I think what they gave was perfect. I think, you know, 50, 50, 50, like, like, I think that was the perfect amount. I kind of debated in my head after they did it, like maybe you could have just done 50, you know, to each team, 25 each. That's nice. But then I think about taxes. It's fucking chunk change by then. Um, Cause you just, you know, that's I always, I, I can't, you can't help but think about the taxes every time. Cause now those guys, CT and Casey, they're taking home 240. Maurice and I did the math. We actually looked up the tax rate and the whole thing. I love um, it. <laughs> so they're taking home 240 each. I mean, not, you know, that's great. You know, who wouldn't like, you know, $240,000, but uh, I still would have done it. Um, I think, you know, that, that shit is grueling. And Casey made a good point, even though it was cheesy as fuck, they all did it together. Like they all got through it together. Like, you know, they all carried that missile, all that stuff. Um, bananas just, you know, set a precedent for not having a heart. And I think a lot of people have hearts. So, Killed it for giving away the money. I'm going to kill it too. I, I was surprised that CT did it, but I liked it. It was a great moment. And I think it's $100,000 each, which I think is worth it for a great TV moment. But also I think it will be valuable in seasons to come. When people are like, I don't know if I can trust you. You can be like, I gave away money I didn't have to, you know, when I was in a position that it wouldn't have affected me at all. And they still did it. So I, I feel like it's going to buy them some sort of currency in the game going forward. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you guys. Uh, killed it. I, it was more than I thought they would give away. I was, like, in my head saying, like, 16%, right? It's, like, 40K for everybody. But, you know, 20%. I mean, it makes it nice and even. Um, I, I, I agree with you, Danny. I think, like, moving forward, you know, there's – I'd imagine all these contestants are going to be there next season as well. All these challengers, all these spies, allies, and whatever the hell they are. Uh, <laughs> bad guys, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's like a political move. I think it'll help CT win again next year and do the unthinkable. Uh, but, you know, it is interesting, too, to point out, Jameson, like um, it's just kind of the difference between him – and bananas, you know, those bananas would go 100% all day. And maybe, you know what, maybe that's what makes it more impressive for bananas, too, is because he's really got no friends in the game when it comes to that kind of thing. Like, you know, he has friends in the game, but when it comes down to it in those situations, like everybody's ready to throw him under because of what he's done or what he's capable of doing in that sense. Yeah, he, he wouldn't give a piece to his own mother. Um, but I also love the idea of them figuring, coming out to 16%, that exact, like, asking TJ for a calculator. Can we get a TI-83 out here to, to figure this out? <laughs> also, guys, but maybe that's what makes CT the GOAT, is because he has a heart. Wow, now. he's talking himself into it. <laughs> there it is. James, what did you have? Oh, man. You know, like I was saying earlier, the past, like, four episodes, Nelson has just been gold. 
you know, he thinks a, a, a rectangle is a square tonight. And then he's doing his classic thing that he's been doing really well lately, these really emotional speeches that he does. And he has this line that he says tonight where he says, when people ask me what defines a champion, I'm going to tell them. Okay, Kilder said at home, someone has come up to Nelson and said, hey, Nelson, what defines a champion? <laughs> well, first of all, what did, what did he say? He, I don't know. He went through this whole thing like, it, it's about giving it your all, going hard. You know, he did his like, classic, like, really obvious facts. It's about winning. <laughs> well, I'm going to send this home. Nelson, nobody's asking you about this, although he's going to tell people, like, <laughs> You imagine like being like in a bar near Nelson. Like he definitely talks to anybody that'll listen, and he, you know, oh yeah, I'm on this show, and I'm thinking about what a champion makes. You know, he's like seven uh, tequila sodas deep. That seems like it would be his drink, right? And yeah, I mean, he there's no way that anybody asks, but he will tell dozens of people. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm also sending it home. Nobody's asking him that uh that question for all the reasons he just said i mean i don't know it's just i mean it's just a weird it's a weird question to ask anybody to begin with <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh so. that's why i love it so much obviously i knew we'd all send it home but i just had to give nelson a shout out one more time with his just ridiculousness oh ridiculousness um you know it's just so bad i mean yeah no one's asking you hey nelson what defines a champion? You think he's going to have like a heart to heart with somebody and they're going to really, you know, seek him for this fucking, Oh, it's just so funny. So good. Thanks Nelson for being, you know, so entertaining. Uh, this, this last half of the season. So mine's pretty simple guys. We saw a lot of fucking safes this season. <laughs> Kill it. If you're here for more safes, Send it home if you never need to see another safe ever again on the challenge. I'm going to send it home. Uh, I don't need to see another safe, and I don't need to see another diamond either um, <laughs> while we're at it. It's just, I don't know. I get you're playing into the theme, but at the same time, I'm almost like this feels more like uh, thieves, like cops and robbers, than... Uh, spies allies and other guys whatever the fuck it is uh yeah i don't know bad just, guys you said bad guys earlier bad I like guys, that. Yeah. people um yeah no more saves please i mean if you're gonna do the spy thing i don't know i just feel like these are like on the edge of spy territory i feel like there's got to be something better right i mean i don't know get rid of the safe. <laughs> Fuck it. I, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to send it home too. Maybe it's just me. I don't even need a theme. I, I don't, I, I mean, I know theme yeah. parties and, you know, everyone likes something, a theme. No, just, you know, I think it's okay if it's like X's versus all stars or whatever. Like, that's cool. But sure. I don't need, I don't need these themes anymore. I'm, I'm over it. Um, it. It's just drawn out. The safes are really anticlimactic that's the perfect word to describe them you know it's like beep boop beep boop and then it just like slowly opens um i'm just like not into it it's not entertaining let's 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 retire the safe yeah i'm gonna send it home as well i think this was our second season in a row with some sort of spy thing to it 
And it just feels like the producers sat down. They're like, how about spies? And someone's like, yeah, that's cool. How much do you know about spies? I know like four tropes. It's like, great. Let's just run those into the ground over and over again. So like you said, I don't need a theme. You know, I don't need the next one to be pirates or (laughs) I don't need any of that. It's not, it doesn't affect the way I watch at all other than to poke fun at it. Um, So I wouldn't mind seeing TJ with an eye patch or, you know, welcome welcome to pirates, booties and treasures. Oh man. So stupid. The winners of the daily will be the first mates. Yeah. <laughs> and as the first mate, you get to decide who walks the plank. Oh yeah. Yeah. This ends your time here in Trinidad. Walk the plank. Are you ready for elimination? <laughs> and so much buried treasure, you know there'd be. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we're giving them the next season again. Champ yeah. only. Idea. Pirates. Yeah. You win the gold doubloons. <laughs> <laughs> then you get to feed Polly a cracker. You need to okay. play the rest of the season with a peg leg. Yeah. <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deeds. Uh, give me the juice. Give me the juice. All right, last juice of the season. I got a bunch of shit. Um, just going to crank them out. Real cranker-wanker here. All right, so first off, uh, The Miz, guys, was inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Started on, started on this show, started in the real world, and look at him, man. He's in the Hall of Fame for, you know, fake wrestling. I mean, he's the most successful challenger of all time, right? Hundred percent. I mean, not the goat like we were talking about earlier, but yeah, yeah. I'd say the most successful, obviously. Yeah. Uh, next up, I got some. I love these deeds. I know you guys like them too, so I'm always excited when I find them. So, first one is: Do you guys know that players get fined if they let a secret out about if they basically if they give me a juicy deed? If they give me a juicy deed and somehow the the show finds out. They get fined um, a whole episode's worth of pay. Wow. And how often does that happen? Do you know? Um, well, from the interwebs, it sounds like it happens, you know, fairly often. Sometimes they'll get on a podcast. They'll say something a little too much. They don't get on our fucking podcast. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they definitely get on others that you shouldn't listen to because then they'll get in trouble. Um, but, yeah, it happens every once in a while. Uh, and then this other money, D, which I really think is interesting – so when they come on the show, they get half their winnings before and then the other half after the finale because in, just in case someone lets, lets loose the secret. That's, I thought that was crazy. That's so now cool. I guess t- tonight, what, CT and them get their other half? Well, and do they? You seem to find out that they won. I was going to say, despite all this, it's all out there. Well, that's the thing is on the internet, everyone talks about how of all reality television, the challenge is the worst at keeping the secrets of who won. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> someone, someone I read the other day uh, rated the challenge worse than The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. I mean, it is, it's the worst of all, the survivor. Um, so I'm not surprised. Nelson is just letting loose. <laughs> Could be. 
some sad news. Rumors of Kara and Kara and Polly coming back. Um, it's really heating up now. It might actually get announced next month. Uh, I hope it's not. I hope it's a fake Juicy D, to be honest with you. No part of you wants those villains back in your life? No, I don't think so. I just, they're just gross. They're just, I don't know. I just, I don't want them back. What I don't about you? either. I want them. I want them just to have an enemy <laughs> to talk about. Just, some, just something to talk about. And I think they'll be funny with Josh. So, because they didn't like each other. All right, I'll go quick here on the last two. Uh, interesting thing. They have three to four eliminations at the beginning of the season where alternates will come and just stay in a hotel for fucking four eliminations just in case something happens uh, and they can come on the show. I thought that was really, really crazy. I've always wondered about that, and I was like, do they get on a flight and overnight them? But I, I guess now with quarantine, too, you just got to be ready at any moment if people get hurt or do something horrible to somebody um and you might have more coming jameson but these have been fantastic so uh way to end strong yeah no some great it's some other ones but uh i'll save them for next season bonus d bonus d it's not exactly a d and more ava more ava more of a sign off to this season and the fucking love that we share as challenge fans and it comes from none other then Turbo. Uh, this week, Turbo talked about uh, him getting kicked off, and he wrote a little speech that I want to read to you guys. Um, translated, obviously. All right, are you ready? Yes. My honor, important than a million dollars. I want to go home myself, because if I stay home after this fight, I break all his bones, for sure. No have security around me. No one share elimination place with me. They call them champ? I call me champ. I saw only fake champions here in two seasons. Only talking. Fuck all the drama. Fuck all the fake champs. If I'll come back again, no one gonna see me like this fighting. Cause I'm gonna fuck up all these fake champs in elimination place without any talking. Cause I live for my honor, not for my money. Fuck the assholes who can do everything for the money. That's why. Last lion, go home. <laughs> God, we need him back. Oh, we need him back so bad. I had to share that with you guys. We miss him. Turbo, come back to us. MVP of the episode, Chris Worm. Uh, my MVP of this episode is probably not a big surprise. It's CT. Um, I mean, he was just on his game. He solved the, the square puzzle. Uh, I mean, he, I don't know. He just seemed comfortable the whole time. He just was fucking comfortable. He's yelling at Devin to keep up and shit. I don't know. He's on another level than a lot of these guys. So it's CT for me. Anyone, of course. Jameson. Yeah, man. I mean, I think this is, could be an easy, clean sweep. We'll see how Danny feels. Uh, you know, like, I think you said it best, Chris. Like, he, he was just so comfortable. Like, he just – he doesn't seem worried. He, nothing gets under his skin. He just kind of – it's smooth sailing now. He's been here before, you know. Um, nothing nothing really gets him going that you, you feel like he couldn't overcome. So, CT, man. 
I had CT. I switched it to Casey. I sort of talked myself into her just because she got all the breaks she needed for her first win ever. Whereas CT, it just sort of seemed inevitable that he was going to win even five episodes ago. Good call. Yeah. Loser of the episode, Chris Warren. Uh, you know, this one I'm given to Nelson, unfortunately. I know he was super entertaining. Uh, I love watching Nelson. I think he's a lot of fun to watch. I think the things he says are really funny. But um, I think in this episode, you know, if he's been to a final before, it's been a while and it showed. Um, he just, it looked like he was just too full of nerves or whatever it was. I mean, he was kind of blowing it, um, which is unfortunate. I, I want him to do well. Uh, he just, I don't know, it just didn't happen for him in this episode or in this final. Um, so unfortunately, yeah, I'm going with Nelson, the guy who couldn't swim and push the ball down the hill and then wanted to make a triangle and then whatever else happened. <laughs> so unfortunate. Yeah, man, uh, I'm with you too. Uh, we're we're aligned, Chris. Um, I, I, I'm giving it to Nelson, like for all the reasons you said. You know, he just—I said it last week. He cracked me up when he started this finale. He like ran out, and he's just like so fucking pumped. He ate a bunch of you know Sour Patch Kids, and he's like ready to go. And then he's just—he just tuckered out, and he just—he kind of blew his load a little bit too early. And um, I really think. He should have beaten Kyle. I know Kyle is like taller and maybe a little bit bigger, but you're you're a rock, Nelson. Like you got to figure out like how to you know get the positioning there to win that, you know. Um, and he just he just fell flat. I feel bad for him because he was really entertaining. He grew on me a lot this season. Sometimes you know in the past he's been kind of just dumb and you know whatever, and now I'm like you're dumb and funny, uh, and I appreciate it. So give him ten. Yeah, me too. It's Nelson. Um, he's the only person from this episode that didn't benefit from the prize money. So it's hard to say that he's anything but a loser. I felt really bad. And you can tell that um, TJ really likes him too. You know, it was a nice ah. speech he had. It was sad, but he's the loser. It was an amazing little speech. MVP of the season. This will probably be a clean sweep. Chris? Yeah, you know, there was one late candidate that I was like, maybe, but um, it's CT. I mean, just pure dominance throughout the season. I just, I mean, I feel like every episode, and it, I'm sorry to everybody who listens to us, and it's not many of you, but you've heard us just <laughs> talk about CT all season, and I mean, I'll just try to keep this short. I mean, he's just, he was dominant. There's nobody... I feel like he wasn't threatened at any point. Um, he made all the right moves to make that happen. And it, his experience, and it's not even just his experience. I mean, he's just, he's great at the game. He's great at the game. It's not even just like he knows what's going on. I mean, he's legit like in the dailies. It's not like he, he his body's like wearing out and he's like one of these old guys who outsmarts everybody. He outsmarts everybody. And if he's in a situation, he can fucking do that too. Um, he's got he's everything. Hot. He's he's the complete package, man. It's it's CT, no doubt for me. I mean, maybe next season we should change the name of this podcast to the CT Fanboys. 
because uh, yeah. <laughs> we love him. Uh, we do. We're, we're CT fans here. So, if you don't like it, you can get out. Um, no, yeah, CT all the way. What else is there to say? Um, he killed it this season. I mean, he rode it all the way to the championship. And he is the MVP of the season. He, well, he won back-to-back. How can you not be? Yeah, it's CT. It was a clinic, you know? Like, I think even Bananas, if he was watching this, must have been like, I got to take some of this because Bananas never just sort of glides through so easily, you know? He makes himself too much a part of things within the house and he becomes a target. CT just knew, played everybody so well, never got anybody too angry, just like, it was perfect. I mean, and it seemed like he was going to win the entire time, no matter what they did in the edit. I never lost faith that CT was going to win. Totally. Loser of the entire season, Chris Warren. My loser of the entire season uh, got DQ'd over someone else's pizza. And this was a cushy final that maybe they could have won. And that's Fessy. Um, It's unfortunate for him, but, you know, he made some – Four choices in the middle of the uh, season there and got wrapped up in some drama. And, you know, like I said, it was a very cushy final in, in the scheme of recent finals. He wouldn't have had to eat anything. He would have got a nice night's sleep. He could, I mean, he could have performed in this one. He could have been taking home money and unfortunately he didn't. And I think TJ is going to listen to this podcast and be like, yeah, you know what? That was a cushy final. Not next time. And uh, he's going to be screwed because he won't want to eat bull testicles or something or some kind of <laughs> testicles. So, yeah. Fessy's my uh, loser of the season. Good pick. Good pick. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to Ashley. Ashley has really fallen uh, fast. I mean, I, you know, I was looking at some past challenges from years ago and she was a mess then, but I mean, it was funny. It was like, it was entertaining and, and she, you know, has won before. Um, and I think ever since she won and she took that money from Hunter, I mean, it has been a really steep decline where, you know, Chris, you brought it up multiple times. She's just gotten eliminated like instantly come on the season. She, and then again, this season she gets eliminated for some, you know, her behavior versus like her performance. And I just, I mean, how can you just keep coming back and just keep doing the same shit and sucking it up? It's one thing to be, a loser like, you know, um, our, our, our boy Josh and crying, but it's another to be a loser for just being inconsiderate and, you know, a little too – take things too far. So, I don't know. She's my loser this season um, because she really has fallen. It's a great pick because, as you said, there's a difference between being, like, a lovable mess and then just being an asshole. And this season sounds like she was just a huge asshole. She's lucky – that MTV did her the favor of not airing whatever happened because she may have never come back again. Um, So yeah, that's a great pick. I'm going to pick Fessy just like Wern did. He's going to want this season back. This was a winnable season. I don't think the competition was that high. I don't think the final was that hard. He could have made things interesting if he had stuck around. Yep. Wow. What a season, fellas. That's it. That's it. Are we done? 
Are we We're done, done here? We're done. <laughs> Until next season. That's it from the tribunal. Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter, guys. Don't quit. You guys killed it. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We did it. We did it. Looks like we did it. We did it. <laughs>